from the land of the free and the home of the Chiefs. This is the Locked On Chiefs podcast. Welcome back, Chiefs Kingdom. It is a brand new week and a brand new phase of the offseason as we get through and get over what happened in Super Bowl 55. It's time to start looking forward where this team's at, what they have to accomplish here in the next few weeks as we start to look at free agency and then obviously on to the draft. We have a ton to go over. My name is Ryan Tracy. I'm the founder of Rogue Analytics, which you'll see more of this offseason. And you can find me over at RGR Football as well. And I'm Chris Clark. Thank you all for listening. I hope you guys are enjoying the warm weather. Uh, I know it's like five degrees outside right now uh, and like three or four inches of snow, probably negative 15 with the wind chill. Ooh, yeah, it's uh, it's 22 below here today. Uh, we're we're midday here in Colorado, but I live at altitude, so that's normal. I don't even want to look at the windshield. Yeah, you go have your fun with that. I'll pass. <laughs> Lots to talk about this week. Uh, honestly, I really enjoy this part of the season. I honestly wish that they were still looking at you know coming off a Super Bowl victory, but obviously that didn't happen. But this is a fun part of the year for me because you start talking about what the possibilities are for the next season. Yeah, and team building for for this team in particular, but for every team across the NFL is going on right now. And the key is, what do you have? What can you build on? What do you have to scratch off the list or try to rebuild from scratch? And one thing the Chiefs don't have to worry about is the quarterback position, obviously. But there's been more to it. I think one thing that flew under the radar for Patrick Mahomes, he did a very good job, I think, hiding just how hurt that he was with that turf toe injury. And it did end up being the whole torn tendon in the turf toe. That's a significant injury. And I don't know whether it was just guts or uh, the carbon fiber plate that he put in his shoe that really helped him. And we all know how many yards that he ran in that Super Bowl. But he has had the surgery and it has been repaired. So he's back on the road to recovery as well. And I disagree a little bit. We obviously know the starting QB position is taken care of, but I think that they're definitely going to need to be looking at finding a young backup that they could bring in. Uh, and maybe somebody that's a younger veteran backup, but it's definitely going to be something they're going to be needing to look for. Sure. I'm focused on starters at this point, plugging holes, and then we can backfill. But uh, that is a very good point because it is the most expensive position, whether you're a backup or not. So that is going to take some doing. Um, but I, I just want to give Patrick the shout out. Not only was it a gutsy performance, but, Having that surgery so quickly after the season so that he can try to recover. Uh, we all know what kind of work he put in last offseason. This is going to slow down his progression this offseason physically. Um, but I, I feel like he's, even at the end of the season, in pretty good shape in terms of his, of his mobility, which he's starting to lean on more and more. <laughs> we'll talk about how you take that part from being a necessity here uh, in the coming weeks. Yeah, and don't forget he's going to have to be chasing around a little baby girl pretty soon as well. So, uh, but that'll be fun for him. And you know, looking at the off season, we have a lot to talk about. The Chiefs and their salary cap is definitely going to be a key thing that is going to need to be discussed. Absolutely, we're going to start there today. We're going to take the whole week, folks. We're going to go through the cap, how where it is, where they're going, how they can possibly get there, what it looks like now what extensions they could do. We're going to take a look at the tackle situation, at the opt-out situation. We'll have that for you tomorrow. We'll go over on Wednesday some of the restructures, some of the things that they can do to make decisions on some of the players that they have decisions coming up for here as free agency approaches. We'll do the same thing. Matt Derrick will join us back here later in the week, probably on Thursday, as well as more decision-making. And then we're going to start looking at the draft on Fridays in order to kind of keep that in our our 
rear view mirror just as we go through this process of dissecting this roster. But man, that sounds like a lot already. I'm tired. So why don't we uh, get cutting here on the backside of this? Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and NHL are going to be back in full swing. And Bet Online even covers award shows, reality TV, all kinds of stuff. Real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head over to the website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. The promo code's locked on for Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. We're covering everything you need to know about the Chiefs, but what about the rest of the league? Now the Locked On Podcast Network has you covered there as well with Locked On Today. It's hosted by Peter Bukowski, and it's all about sports, all you need, all the news, every morning, and it's under 20 minutes. Subscribe to the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get your podcasts. So, yes, I'm easily worn out when you start talking about uh, signing huge extensions and that kind of thing, but we have to start at ground zero, and this is your area of expertise. This is the part that... Um, I'm, you know, I'm too busy looking at film. Where are they? What's the cap situation right now? Right now, their total cap liabilities are $211,717,129. Top 51, which is really what matters for this time of year when the new league year starts is $207,723,000. That is over the cap. Uh, the adjusted cap, which is what they're looking at right now, at around 181 million, so they're close to 30 million dollars over. That, uh, yeah, that'll make you gulp right there. Um, it's difficult, but I have to say, I was expecting less. At one point in the season, I was hearing from people that were hearing it was going to be more down towards 170 rather than 175, which is what we've been operating on as the means. So to get 181. Knock on wood, that's that's a player or two that we're going to talk about having the room for this year. Yeah, no, definitely, and that's a huge difference in cap when you're talking about that $11 million that you could be expecting to lose or thinking that you were going to lose. So a lot to dive into when it comes to the cap space and, and how they're going to get to be able to you know sign anybody or keep the free agents that they have. Uh, but the key is, is that they do have a couple of mechanisms in place already to be able to get them to that $181 million relatively easily. I think your version of easily and my version are different, but I want to know what <laughs> over the current contracts, I assume you're talking about the guys that are under contract right now. And folks, we do have a long list of free agents. We will get to in the next couple of days. There, there's over 20 of them. We're trying not to uh, forego or, or, disregard anyone so we're going to take our time through not only today getting ready for it but then the free agents themselves so where the current contract is you know what are the mechanisms that you're looking at biggest thing with the mechanisms is you know how the contracts are structured and i think this is really where brett veach and brant tillis specifically who is the cap guru for the chiefs uh, have really done a service to this franchise because they have set up themselves to be able to restructure a couple of different contracts and gain 30 to 40 million worth of cap space, uh, basically by snapping their fingers. Um, I hope you don't mean like Thanos, but okay, close enough. <laughs> no, um. <laughs> not quite like Thanos, but it does basically miss the, it basically does make that 40 million just basically disappear. Well, and that's the interesting part. And, and so specifically, what they do is they have a tendency 
to unload the front end of contracts, which is a reverse of what some teams do. But explain to everybody the standard structure that we've seen from what Patrick, Chris, Frank, uh, Tyron, to some extent, like they've been very similarly structured. Well, Tyron and Frank specifically haven't been structured the same way that Patrick and Chris and Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey have been structured. And I think this is the way that the Chiefs are going to start working with some of their franchise type players is they're going to give them big roster bonuses. The players aren't really going to care because it's the same as getting a salary. Uh, and the pay structure and the way that they get paid out can be a little bit different. They can negotiate how they get that money paid out uh, versus, you know, all being paid out at once. But basically the team has the ability to call those roster bonuses uh, signing bonuses, which then allows them to prorate them over five years or the length of the contract that's left, depending on how many years you have left on your contract. For Patrick, you're going to get five years on his roster bonuses, which is actually a huge key. And maybe I'll dive into that a little bit more. When we looked at Patrick's contract, one of the bigger things that you know, a lot of people didn't talk about that we probably should have then is how they built this in for future years. Everything that Patrick is getting for the most part is going to be a roster bonus. Therefore, they're going to have maximum flexibility for the cap pretty much all the way up until 2027. Wow. That's forethought. And I know that they were in a hurry to get that contract done. In fact, Brett Veach said so just last week to uh, to Peter King that they couldn't get to the table fast enough. And I think it it bodes well for them. Um, I mean, to, to say that you save some money by signing half a billion dollar contract is a little bit out there. <laughs> but <laughs> in this structure, though, like you said, it, by getting there and getting that done when it was amenable, everybody was in good shot. I, mean, I think everybody knows that Patrick wanted to be back. It wasn't a question. The structure was. And allowing this versatility, I think Patrick had the foresight to say, I'm going to have to have new guys. I'm going to have to have new weapons. I have to let the team have what they need in order to get that done. And that's what this is. Absolutely. And, you know, you start looking at his salary. Okay, so if you're looking at base salary alone from a homes, his base salary until 2026 is around two and a half million dollars. Other than one year, it goes to five and a half. But it's still under six million dollars every year for the next five years. So you're really talking roster bonuses of 35 million and up, uh, which is where he's making his big money. And like I said, that gives you the maximum ability to basically roll that forward five years. Now, don't get me wrong. You have the if you're going to do that, that's going to possibly cost you down the road. And we'll have to talk about that later. But when you're talking about a 10 year contract, you have the ability to basically kick the can down the road quite a long ways. Yeah, and that's. It's always a dangerous proposition. You've seen what happened in Dallas and what's happened in New Orleans by doing that very thing. But they did that on existing contracts. They didn't do it in a way where they had pre-planned to be able to do that. And I think that's what the, the difference is here. Absolutely. And you're looking at a situation where with Mahomes, you have a 10-year contract. So you're not going to be running up against a wall in the next two or three years. And that's the big key. You know, you look at a guy like Breeze or, you know, you look at what Romo's contract was. They were only signed for three or four years. So the maximum you could push it back was, you know, okay, so you split his, you know, roster bonus by two or by three. And, you know, it gives you cap space this year, but you're screwed next year. Mm -hmm. That's not going to happen in Kansas City because they can spread it over five years for the next six years almost. 
That's true. And, and as long as they spread it, I think that it's fine. When they get to the backside of that contract, it starts to get a little bit interesting because then you are looking at having to have a major payday of dead money at some point if you don't play out the entire contract. So, but again, that's, uh, we're, we're talking, uh, <laughs> we're talking 2030 something. So uh, I think we can wait on it a bit. Yeah. You'll be up there in age by that time. So you might not even be able to talk about the numbers by then. Oh, I'll have the cane. I'm sure. You can, you can, you can stop digging the grave for me anytime you feel like it too, by the way. So, you know, before Chris gets on a roll, folks, I think we'll take a pause there and then we'll talk about, uh, honestly, an interesting portion of what they can do right now is available on current contracts coming up next. Built Bar has upped the Andy delicious, perhaps their best bar yet. If you liked cookie dough chunk Built Bar, then you're going to love coconut brownie chunk. Dark chocolate, coconut, and real brownie chunks. It doesn't get any better. Bill Bar is great for the health-conscious guy. Lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, and great for the keto diet. Go check out the peanut butter. It has 19 grams of protein, 180 calories, 5 grams of sugar, and 5 grams of net carbs. It is absolutely delicious, in my opinion. Go to BillBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get 20% off your next order. Use promo code locked on for 20% off. It's a limited time flavor, so go out and get it today at BillBar.com. If you're betting this year and want more wins, listen to Locked On Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. They are picking college basketball, football, and NBA locks all winter long. Subscribe to Locked On Bets wherever you get podcasts. So all kidding aside, I would like to see the end of, of Patrick's uh, contract come to fruition, but... There's a couple of other guys who have shorter contracts that right now might be in a spot where maybe something they can do. Explain how that works. So you've got a couple of big key guys that have contract extensions that probably need to be worked on. Tyree Kill's got one year left after this coming season. Uh, so maybe that's somewhere you look. Uh, Tyron Matthew, this is going to be his last year. That is definitely somebody you're going to look at and maybe want to extend. Uh, if you do extend him, that gives you the ability to push cap space down the road again, uh, depending on how you do the bonus. But I would expect that when you look at those types of players, those are the type of transcendent players that are special talents at their position that you definitely want signed long-term. Yeah, I would think so too. And I know Tyron's going to be what he's 28 now. I I know folks are going to start to have concerns about age. I think at this point, He's still playing at the peak of, of his skills. I think it's worth a three or four year contract in order to spread that cap out, but also to let him reach his potential in this town. The one thing I will say about Tyron Matthew that doesn't give me pause about going past 30 with him is that his game is not predicated on his speed. Don't get me wrong. His speed is important, but he is so instinctual. I think that's one of the biggest things, and you're not going to lose that as you get older. You're going to, that's only going to improve. So I think that's going to help him even more. I, I do not disagree at all. And right now, it's an interesting one, right? He's uh, his prorated bonus. He got a pretty healthy bonus when he signed. He's sitting at what just under five for the bonus this year, but his salary is fourteen point five coming up in 2021. So by extending, obviously, there's going to be new years, new money, but you can again. Do something very similar and get that base salary nearly down to, you know, next to nothing. Yeah. I mean, if you look at Tyree Kill, who is the other guy that we were kind of talking about, he's got a base salary of a million dollars, just under a million dollars. 
you could get Tyron's salary down to a million dollars if you're paying him a big signing bonus and he's not going to care because the money is just going to be shifted around to him. Uh, I do think that that's something they're going to be looking at this offseason because I do think it's one way that you bring down a cap number, which right now for Tyron Matthew is just under $20 million. That is a very hefty cap number for a safety. Yeah. That's that's something you're not going to see around the league. And for those who have, you've seen it not work out that very well. Uh, the Earl Thomas kind of thing, a, a number of older safeties have not panned out when you get that kind of money this late in a career. Well, and then when you're I think the other big thing when you're talking about Tyron Matthew and that kind of number is you have to look at the fact that the cap's going down. If the cap's over 200 million, you're not near as worried about it, but you're already talking about being over 10 percent over 10 percent of the cap this year. That's a very large number, and that is not something that they're going to want to you know, take into the season. So I think that that's going to be someplace that they're going to look. I'm not sure what the going rate is going to be for safeties. He's obviously going to be at the forefront of it. And maybe they end up giving him something where he's making 15 or $16 million a year uh, as opposed to what he was making now. But, you know, it still brings this cap number down. I, I think you're absolutely right. And I think these two players in particular – um, although two of the smaller players on this roster, I think they're two that clearly have decided that their best option for their career, their longevity, and their overall goals, whether it's Hall of Fame for Tyron, whether it's you know all pros for Tyreek Hill, uh, both of them I think feel and if if at least all pro returner, oh right, always forget about that. My fault, my fault. Uh, <laughs> I think both of them have, if not said in, in complete words, they've hinted at least that that they feel that they can reach their optimum playing for Reed in this town. So that's a motivation as well. I would not be surprised if they're both working on these extensions right now. Yeah, and you know when it comes to Tyreek Hill, Kansas City got a pretty good deal, actually, when they signed him to his current contract, $54 million, you know, $18 million a year for three years, added to his deal. Uh, that was a good deal for Hill because of what was going on for him at the time. And I think that he actually took a little bit less than he probably could have got on the open market. But I understand why he did it too, because of everything that was going on at the time. At this point, he's passed all of that. And as long as he doesn't get in trouble in the, in the near future, I think he's going to still be around that 18, 19, $20 million a year mark. But at the same time, you almost have to wonder if it gets to a point where is he going to want, and I'm not trying to take away from players and their money. I, I get that they have a finite time that they can play. But at some point, and this goes back to the Tyron Matthews as well, are you going to take a little less knowing that you get to play with Patrick and knowing the team that you have here? I'm not saying they have to take a huge hit, but are you going to offer up a little bit? Because you know Patrick did. You know he could have gotten more. And as you said earlier, it's kind of funny to say that because he's still got a half a million dollars. Well, yeah, but or half a billion dollars, I apologize. Yeah, but he probably could have gotten more <laughs> right. if he ever wanted to force his hand. So. I think you have to look at it, and I think you know you look at it from their perspective. If they want to play with Patrick, if they want to play on this team, I think they're going to take a little bit less than you know full market value. Uh, you know, we'll see. I could be wrong, but that's just kind of the way it seems to be because you're going to have other people from other teams that want to come here just to be able to have a chance to play with Patrick. Yeah, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. And the other thing that I think we have to keep in the back of our mind is one thing to talk about Patrick being on a ten year contract. You know, Tyron being uh, approaching 30. Sorry, Tyron, I wasn't going to say you are. <laughs> but one thing that I think goes a little bit under the radar is, is Tyreek's going to be 27 in the 2021 season. 
that's a little more advanced than I think like, uh, hey, we've blinked already and they've gone from trying to muddle through to getting Alex to getting to this point. And all of a sudden, some of the stars are getting a little bit up there. Yeah, I know. I definitely think that's going to be something that they're going to have to look at. And that's why, you know, when we start talking draft, I think this is where you start looking two or three years down the line and trying to figure out, okay, where are my holes really going to be? Uh, if you sign Tyree Kill to an extension for the next four years, I still think he's playing at a high level for the next four or five years. Although at his size, it's possible that that's not going to be the case. But the key here is, is you can't look and say, okay, Tyree Kill is going to be here for four years. Uh, you know, we won't need a, a number one wide receiver for four years. No, you need to start looking for a guy that can maybe step in and be a very high number two slash close to a number one in the next three years. Cause I don't think you have that guy on your roster right now. Yeah. You'll get no argument from me. Planning is the way to go. I mean, you got to get that stuff done. So better to be prepared over prepared than anything, but preparing something that a lot of guys have to do in a number of different ways. And we're going to touch on some of them again tomorrow, specifically how they get prepared for the possible end of two different careers. Plus a slew of young players coming in. Don't miss tomorrow. We appreciate you listening today. We'll talk to you then. Ryan Tracy is the founder of Rogue Analytics and the host of RGR Football on YouTube. Follow him there. Chris Clark is a senior analyst at ChiefsDigest.com where you can get his work. Rate and review at Apple Podcasts and subscribe on your preferred podcast platform. Thank you for listening.